Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Failing to attempt is the biggest failure of life. Inveji. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, friends. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you are having a good day and the day you deserve. This is Stuart, and welcome back to the podcast. I I don't know if you can hear it in the tone of my voice, but I'm very excited for this episode because I, I think because of the story that led me to want to make this episode and how pumped I am to basically say I was so bad that I didn't even get a second look or a chance to get in the room and that makes me excited for how much I can develop and grow as a person so recently I had the opportunity to work on a project on one aspect of this really amazing production wasn't on stage wasn't um wasn't uh, doing anything for the actual show itself but I was in the room as there was cast there was production teams there was like everyone under the sun to do with any type of theatrical production they were there bless me like I, I was there doing my little thing in the corner and all of a sudden I had the the whole marketing director pull me aside and they look at me and they go so, Stuart, I hope this isn't really awkward, but we really appreciate you being here right now and, you know, doing my little bits and bobs. And I I had to take a second glance at them and be like, I'm sorry, what? And they were like, oh, yes, well, we know that you went for this production and, you know, they just want to take it in a different direction, hence why we you didn't get a, a call or an audition. We just, we, we had a different mindset on which way we wanted to go and though we love you as a performer, you just, you didn't fit the bill this time. 
And now as an actor, you hear this constantly where you will get to know rejection quite quickly and you need to develop a thick skin to be in this industry. And I, I, I played it off very nonchalantly and I said, well, it wasn't awkward until you just made it awkward right now. And they went off and they were like, oh, uh, you know, I'm so sorry. And I was joking with them and I emphasized that. I was like, in this industry, you know, you go for everything and it's whatever you don't attempt, you don't get. And I said, it's exciting to see so many talented people that I look up to that I now get to spend the day with watching them work and create their magic while I do my thing behind the scenes. And it tickled over in my mind. And after the initial conversation, it then hit me in the face where I was like, do I have a bunch of people staring at me in this room right now thinking, um, who does he think he is being here? You know, he thought he could be one of us. He will never be one of us. And I let that I let that sit for a few minutes. And then I was like, no, do you know what? That kind of thought can leave right now. We are not going to accept that kind of narrative. We are going to find a productive and more positive outlook on how we can benefit from the fact that we didn't even get a screen or a audition for this production. And I was thinking, you know, I'm constantly taking classes. I'm constantly working on my craft. I'm working hard. I'm developing new skills. I do a lot of physical activity. I keep myself nimble and limber for whenever I need to do the more physical roles in terms of an acting style. And then I was thinking how I'm taking classes now for voice and projection and musicality. I am doing the work that I need to get to where I want to be. The work I have done previously got me to where I am. And there is this case where I do say quite often, you know, never, never look back, always look forward. But it's a case of look back when you want to see how far you have come. Even if that's only a tiny step or that's 10,000 kilometers. Look how far you've come. And if you had asked Stuart this time last year, how would you have taken that conversation? I would have, I would have been stewing in my own self-resentment because I was not good enough. I'm not learning quick enough. I'm not talented enough. And I never will be talented enough. And the man I am now would say, I'm not good enough for them. But I am working to get to the standard they want. And that's all we can do. We are never going to be the most talented, the perfect candidates instantly. It takes work. It takes education. It takes growth. And it takes a lot of falling on your face. And this brought back the story I discussed with you earlier friends about how I went to an audition and I was so thrilled with how badly I did because at least I, I failed, but I failed with confidence. I knew what I went in, I set the intention and I nailed it. I didn't nail the audition, if you remember, I said how I was singing completely out of tune, I probably wrecked their ears for a good hour afterwards. <laughs> but the fact that I was able to get the oats to go up to the audition and give the performance my best performance with confidence was enough for me at that time. And now, 
I got a, a call from my agent literally after doing this job, this gig, I get a call from my agent and he's like, okay, so I have an audition for you. They are very interested to look at you for this role. Would you mind being X, Y, and Z at X, Y, and Z? And also you need to have whatever, you know, prepped sides, um, a song, a dance number. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. We will definitely go for it. We will hound the boards and see what we get. Again, a year ago, I would have been petrified for the idea. Not even a year ago, two months ago, three months ago, I would have been petrified to go up and have to sing in front of so much amazing people, so proficient in their craft, and to put myself in the firing line of their criticisms and their critiques and their viewpoints of me as an individual and a performer. And now I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. We are going to go up. We're going to see what we can get. And we're going to see, you know, how much we can expand and learn through the process. I am excited to do a singing audition. I can't believe it. Like, I have the song prepped. I know the song. I'm confident with it. It's literally just going to be so much fun. I get to perform. And that's the biggest thing as a performer is like, the most daunting task of an audition is trying to impress everyone to give you a role. If you were to lose that mindset in this one particular aspect of life, lose the mindset of, you know, just being accepted or gain the validation that you went to get and that you just do what you're passionate about doing, at least 40, if not like 60% of the anxiety will dissipate. And this goes for any aspect of life, any business career, any relationship. If you are passionate about it, you will not seek solely the validation and be scared of the rejection i'm looking at my notes and i have to say i have to say we have we <laughs> we have hit a new milestone of me going off on a tangent i didn't even get to say the full intro but that is where the topic of this podcast is coming from what you did to get to where you are is not going to help you to get to where you want to be you need to constantly expand. You need to constantly grow. And the only way you can grow is through failure, trial, and error. If you were succeeding constantly 100% of the time, you would never learn. You would never know how to learn. You would never know how to improve. This is a podcast, and it's, it's dedicated around the ideals of personal development, accountability, self-awareness, mental health, physical fitness, and a relentless pursuit of becoming the best version of ourselves. So today we're going to deep dive into something I like to call failing forward. I coined that, I patented that, if anyone takes it, I will send a very strongly worded email to someone. I don't think I could patent that. Maybe I could. Who knows? You know, life is a journey filled with challenges and often in our failures, we see the greatest lessons. Um, there is a book. It's such a, a, a... Stuart talking about a book. Oh my gosh, what again? But anyway, there's a book that it's, it's called um, The Courage of Being Disliked by Ichiro Kishimi. And one of the key takeaways from it was the freedom from social approval. The book explores like the concept of not always having to seek the validation and approval from others and being true to oneself. 
and being grounded and resolute in the fact that you are not going to be the best of everything. You will be horrible at certain things, but you can always learn and expand and grow your interests. You do not have to be perfect. Hashtag, I just gave you the Barbie movie there in one sentence. How facing adversity in relationships, in life, in work roles, and having the resilience to face them, like uh, Kishimi's work discusses about facing the criticisms and how they can be a personal growth opportunity and encourages us to embrace challenges and learn from them. There are interpersonal development, interpersonal relationships that we can develop um, through it. It introduces principles from navigating social dynamics compared to personal dynamics. But I digress. It What I'm trying to say is success is not about avoiding failure. It's about learning from it and growing stronger because of it. So let's explore that idea. Like if we're starting a new chapter in your life, a new career change, fitness goal, relationship, simply striving for personal growth, the road ahead is completely uncharted. You you do not know what way you're going. Often we feel like we are lost. We feel like we are falling. It can be quite scary, especially if it's a major life update and change. But you have to remember you didn't know certain things five years ago that you do now and five years ago certain things made life feel like it was fearful like you were lost like you were falling as you grow you become more aware and you become more resilient and life's challenges life's hurdles life's obstacles in your way don't resemble the immovable mountains that they used to you become stronger you become wiser and you become more resilient to take on these challenges. But you only do that through growth and the tiny, tiny, tiny steps each day. I put up recently on social media how I was making these little vlogs, you know, going through like my fitness day, my acting day, my actual career day. And doing a fitness one, I tried to do like this really... It, <laughs> I, I look back on it now and I think, yeah, I, lo I look good. I was trying to do like this um, shot where I was on a stool and I was, you know, just like being, this is me getting ready for the gym. And I look back on the image and I instantly am triggered and I feel so bad about myself because, you know, I see a little bit of flap. And it gets to me and within five minutes of seeing the image, I was like, okay, so... What are we going to do? Have we eaten today? How much have we eaten today? Should we purge? Should we just starve ourselves for the rest of the day? Do we hydrate? Do we just dehydrate? Or do we eat um, incrementally? And this is also whilst I was doing intermediate fasting. Now, Stuart from a decade ago would have easily gone with all of these thoughts and chosen the one that would have benefited the psychological need to feel skinnier in that present moment. The person I am today was able to identify the trigger, was able to sit down with myself in a spiritual and emotional sense, not just psychologically, and go, why do we feel like this? Why do we want to look a certain way? Why do we project certain idealisms online in terms of our mental health and body image for everyone to feel accepted and then we don't allow ourselves to feel accepted in our own home when the camera is off 
And more than feeling disgusted about the image and how it had triggered me to feel disgusted about myself, I was quite disappointed in the hypocrisy of do what I say, but don't see what I do. But again, through resilience, through growth, through constantly trying to learn and better and become a better version of myself, I was able to acknowledge, you know, this is me, we're working hard, this is my body, we will keep trying to strive, but we will not starve. And then I went on and I made a small little video trying to explain body dysmorphia online, and I felt good for the fact that I was saying, you know, like, even though I try and project all this positive body image constantly, and I'm working really hard on my own body, it, it, still, it still is there, I still battle with it constantly, and I'm trying to grow from it be a more positive influence to other people personal growth is uncharted and you have to flow with reality basically because it will constantly shift and you do not know how you are going to feel because of a certain way nobody is born with the perfect body nobody is born with the perfect mindset nobody is born with talent it is all cultivated it is a journey and mastery comes from embracing that journey. But what was the key takeaway? I'll let you think about this. What was the key takeaway from me talking about how I was triggered to how I processed and came out the other side? I'll give you a few seconds. As I wait for all these lovely little... I think they're swallows. Fly over. Let me describe my my scenery right now. I'm at the lake. I'm in my office. <laughs> if you've seen pictures of my office, I love it. It's a broken down bench. It is one of the hottest days in Ireland in 2023. The sun is shining. The water is ridiculously, ridiculously warm. The raspberries, the blackberries, the buttercups are all blooming, are all growing. I could just sit here for hours. Which I didn't because I was working earlier today and I was like, y'all better hurry up because I want to get to the lake and make this podcast. But anyway, the answer is self-awareness. It should always be the first step towards improvement. If you're not self-aware in yourself, you're walking blind. Viewing failure as a friend and not a foe. Think about that. When you fail at something, you're essentially identifying areas of growth and development, not areas of restriction or ineptitude. We will say it constantly on this podcast, your words hold power. It essentially is what magic is, you know? You have to say the magic spell, you have to conjure the magic that comes from the words. Words you use on how you describe a situation will heavily reflect how you perceive it and how you will process it. I didn't even get a consideration for an audition. Do I see that as a failure that I am just untalented and unwarranted even for consideration? Or do I see that 
as a standard that I should be growing my ability towards. And that maybe, like with a lot of actors who might want to go for a lot of different roles, we just do not fit any of the characters or the parts. In today's fast-paced world, instant success stories often overshadow trials and errors behind them. Wow, they're an overnight success. Yeah, they're an overnight success. It just took them 20 years to become an overnight success. I think, was it Brett Goldstein who famously said, um, the, the funny thing about overnight success is, sure, it happens overnight, but I've been doing that for 20 years. Yes, he did. I just looked it up. But the famous, the really famous one that we've all heard is it takes 20 years to make an overnight success. Eddie Cantor. It's actually, it's actually fascinating going onto the internet and just typing in overnight success stories. And then you actually see all of these interviews and all of these quotes from very affluential and big, famous performers, artists, actors, singers, dancers. They're all like, yeah, I was an overnight success. It only took me like 17 and a half years. Yeah, I'm an overnight success. It only took me my entire career and it still feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an overnight success. But hey, it, oh, I can't finish that one. But to be successful, even in your own life, it takes resilience to keep going. So when you fail forward, can you do it effectively? Well, set realistic expectations. Understand that the progress is never, never linear. You know, it's more so about momentum than motivation. There will always be setbacks, but these setbacks are not failures. They are opportunities, you know, reassesses, adjustments to keep moving forward. Cultivating a growth mindset. Um, Carol Dweck teaches us, you know, our beliefs about our abilities can be profound to the impact of our success. And this goes back to what I was saying about, you know, the words you use hold power and how you perceive a situation. Learn and develop rather than feel restricted and undermined. Don't hold your self-worth to what someone else views you as. Hold your self-worth to where you know you can go through your potential. Remember, failing forward is, it's, it, it, it isn't just a concept, it's a way of life. It's understanding that every single stumble Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's still a stumble forward. It's a stepping stone of personal growth to become the better version, the best version, the version of you you want to be. I, I love seeing um, videos on social media where it's like, I hope the younger version of myself would be proud. 
and then it shows I hope or I'm excited to meet the future version of myself. Because where I am now is not the person I used to be, but we are growing to become the person we want to be. If you can emphasize the, the importance of self-awareness, you could um, introduce the concept of um, transactional flaws. Oh, one sec. This is from what got you here won't get you there. It's all about thinking of failing forward effectively. <laughs> How to be good at failing. In essence, it, it goes back to the fact that, you know, success is and progress is not linear. By God, it's not. It's more so about having momentum to keep going than motivation to propel you forward. And it's about never seeing setbacks as failures, but the stumbles as stumbles forward you know stepping stones still towards becoming the best version of you or who you want to be carol dweck oh uh teaches us on like our beliefs and our abilities have a profound impact on our success and this goes back to what i was saying about how our words hold um the power and the magic over how we perceive a situation like if we can learn to develop that failures and rejection is actually a chance of reassessing and learning rather than being threats towards your self-worth it's always good to seek guidance support uh, surround yourself with uh, a network of mentors or coaches or friends who provide valuable insights and encouragement from their journey that you can use in yours they are not pointing you down their path but they're showing you ways that you can find yours one of our first interviews ever on this podcast was with miss shawnee ryan an amazing woman who is currently doing amazing things with her own life but she was talking about how she would basically give people the stepping stones or just point them in the right direction trying to be the best mentor by letting other people learn and grow themselves rather than her holding their hand which is interesting because coming from <laughs> a theatrical background, usually the stage manager who would be over the whole production during the run of the show would literally constantly be holding my hand, leading me to my spot, being like, you enter here. Do not move. Stuart, Stuart, Stuart! But how to expand your mindset and on the idea that a failure is necessarily a stepping stone for progress, you need to recognize your flaws, you know, almost like transactional flaws like their behaviors behaviors and traits that hinder our progress it's crucial to identify that these flaws as they're often invisible to us but evident to others here are a few examples and just take these as references because when you're looking at flaws within yourself it's not demonizing you as a person or an individual but something like winning too much like the need to always win even when it's unnecessary. I Again, I can only reference and talk about myself, but I hope you can take this transparency as me trying to be open and honest, but I would always have to have the last word, especially in an argument, to prove my point that I was right. I could never be wrong. I could never be wrong. And now it's a case of me trying to find growth. And a lot of the time, when I... Oh, excuse me. When I am quite frustrated or aggravated even in certain situations, 
I'll often have to take a step back, process, and then acknowledge, hi, I'm currently feeling X, Y, and Z ways. Could we please discuss? But if it was to come to a relationship, you must understand you can't do this for every single individual. There are two types of people in this world. People you want in your life and people you need in your life. And it's very hard for us as individuals to empathize with every single person at the cost of our own boundaries and emotional well-being. If you're trying to develop on a relationship, sometimes it's good to acknowledge and try and work through frustrations. And other times it's just a case of not even needing the conversation. Adding too much value, the tendency to offer opinions and solutions when others may just want to be heard. Again, full transparency. Constantly, I had a friend at one point in my life and our lives now are on two different trajectories. And back then, definitely. um, It's almost like we segued back into each other's lives recently and now we're apart again but for whatever reason when each of us had a problem we'd go to the other one to be heard but then the other person would always need to give the solutions or their insight even when it didn't um, reference the oh my gosh this is so weird It's quite beautiful, but so I'm currently sitting here at the lake. The sun is just going down and all the little midges, the little, little annoying bugs, hopefully they don't come closer, are currently flying around. But it's, it's fascinating how they're, how they're, um, interacting with each other. It's quite beautiful to watch. Sorry, um, got distracted. (laughs) We always needed to interject our opinions on how the other person should handle situations even though they acknowledge how they have tried to handle the situation, how it didn't work, you don't always need to be the person's answer or give them the solution to what they are talking about or complaining about. Passing judgment would be a big one, making quick judgments about others without understanding their perspective. This goes down two different avenues. As someone who puts themselves out online quite a lot I do understand the backlash of people who do not know me passing judgment on the energy and the characters and the content that I produce or the acting styles that I like to do and I have to accept that that's okay because here's the thing you'll never make everyone like you but when people obsess over you and make you feel quite uncomfortable You have to make the choice. Do you want to acknowledge their behavior or cut them out of your life as much as possible? And this goes back to having conversations for relationships that you want to keep. If you don't want to keep the relationship, there is no need to have them in your life. People you don't even know or have any interactions with, the exact same. Passing judgment is one thing. Keeping your peace is another. And this moves into my next point, which is making destructive comments. Offering salacious, mean criticism 
you know, that doesn't lead to constructive outcomes. I, this is one that I <laughs> I love to hold myself back on because it definitely would happen a lot. Starting anything with an instantaneous no or a but or a however, using negative language, a lot of the time, and I think this is why people say that I'm very... Um, I'm very loquacious or I'm very good at spoken word because I often choose words that wouldn't be considered um, in a negative context. I choose my words very carefully, not to be perceived as just defensive or dismissive. Usually a lot of the time I am literally saying no, but I'm saying it quite politely. <laughs> Speaking when angry, take time. It's a trait we all have. It's take, take, take time away. Take a moment, process. Let that be five minutes. Let it be five hours, five days, five years, however long you need to process. Never do anything in heightened emotions. Failing to give proper recognition. Claiming credit, you know, making excuses. Holding on to the past. How many of us do that? That would be definitely a flaw. Uh, interpersonal flaw that we all have playing favorites the excessive need to be me as in the excessive need to express oneself and not allowing other people to express themselves and becoming resentful when that happens and as a self-appointed king narcissistic actor I will happily say that the amount of times I felt resentment towards other individuals who got spotlight in productions, shows, theatrical pursuits when I didn't led me to hold resentment because I couldn't be myself because, you know, you didn't give me my time. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, friends. There's always an art to accepting feedback accepting feedback gracefully there's an importance to you know follow up if you do want it and how to show appreciation for criticisms even rejections apologizing and changing this would be a big one to think about in terms of expanding your mindset from failure to failing forward like apologizing sincerely and committing to change is a crucial step to overcoming flaws you're not going to say Okay, I am sorry, I did it wrong, I will learn from this, and then just go back and do the exact same mistake again. Identifying triggers. I, I hope the um, conversation we had earlier about the triggering image helped kind of emphasize that and how it can lead down a destructive path, especially in how we perceive ourselves in current situations or situations in general and how to develop strategies to manage them more effectively when we think about trying to learn from failures we need to have a mental resilience you know self-awareness a mindset shift to embrace the growth and mindset and believing that challenges and failures are just opportunities for us to grow and to learn and to cultivate a positive outlook on the situation the scenario the life that we want to live and then having self-compassion and being kind to yourself saying you know affirming things like you know you tried your best if you did 
there's always that delusional quality that you know you say you did like um what's the give me a funny image like a mother who says you did great sweetie you know when they're trying to hit the ball off the mark and they completely miss it my child is the best your child is a five-year-old who cannot see the second ball in front of him misses you know delusion um toxic positivity and delusional aspects to it um can also hinder one's process to development and then when it comes to actually being faced with scenarios where you can't have that toxic positive influence the rejection and the criticisms would hit a lot harder because the external validation would not be there instantaneously so it's a case about treating yourself the same kindness that you would offer a friend you did good kid you did good just gotta do a bit better next time and then it would be a case of when we do have to handle rejection and the criticism you know separate your self-worth from the external validation realize that rejection and criticism does not define your value as a person your self-worth is inherent and is not dependent on others others opinions oh my gosh i i still love the fact that for so many years i was a social experiment to quite a lot of the 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 people on the internet because you know i have such a thick american accent and i'm from ireland and i'm making all these irish videos that was my validation gone down the drain for a couple of months and that comes back to the fact that i was not able to handle the rejection and the criticism it's all about growth people i feel like a lot of these podcasts are becoming repetitive because it's me saying you just need to learn and grow and accept that you're not going to be the best but that doesn't mean you can't be or you can't be happy to where you are because you know of where you're going taking constructive feedback you know differentiate between constructive criticism and negativity embrace the constructive let it let it help you construct the foundation for growth <laughs> you see what i did there oh my god that was terrible emotional regulation like learn to manage your emotions effectively acknowledge feelings like sadness anger and frustration and choose not to dwell in them instead focus on positive actions cultivating a successful perspective we need to set clear goals define what success means to you friend i'll give you a moment what is success to you right now to me it's a case of being happy trying to find happiness when i shifted my mindset from what i thought my success would be to what it is now i probably saved my my sanity positive affirmations use positive self talk to boost your confidence not delusional positive self talk manage negative thoughts replace them with affirmations of your abilities Celebrate small wins, you know, recognize and celebrate your achievements no matter how small. Resilience building activities, engage in practices like mindfulness, meditation, journaling, 
to strengthen your mental resilience and maintain a positive perspective. Remember, life is a journey filled with ups and downs. So there will be rejection, there will be criticism, there will be success, and there will be abundant opportunities for growth. But how you respond to each and every one of them, the good, the bad, the ugly, the nasty, the in-between, the kinky, develop a mental resilience, separation, self-worth from external validation, cultivating a positive mindset, and you can navigate any, any, any challenge with confidence. I want to quote or reference the Dalai Lama. He encourages us to understand that failure and setbacks are not obstacles to success, but rather essential stepping stones on the path for achieving our goals. Through adversity, we learn valuable lessons to lead to personal growth on a deeper understanding of ourselves and the world around us. You absolute beautiful soul. It's the end of the episode. I want to take a moment to express my deepest gratitude to you all. You incredible, incredible individuals and people and community and listeners. You are the heart and soul behind this podcast. Your unwavering support means the world to me and has kept it going into its third season. I had the privilege of connecting with so many individuals along this journey, this personal journey for me. And becoming a better version of the man than who I was. And let me tell you, I it is truly inspiring to have had you here. Each time you do tune in, each time you strive to improve and to grow, you do not just do it for yourself. You shine a light of hope for others. You, you see, as we embark on this this journey like I said each of us has our own journey they intersect they divide we become beacons of positivity in the world one light can't do much but one light might make another shine and if two lights shine that might make another one shine if three lights shine that might make six six might make twenty twenty might make a hundred a hundred might make a thousand a thousand might make ten thousand to a million to who knows how many people we have reached who have smiled who have thought maybe yeah we're going to try again yeah we will go one more day do you know what I will try and find happiness or do you know what this isn't the end this is just the beginning you make that commitment to be your best self and you sent a ripple a ripple of inspiration throughout your community and your society and the world. It is a beautiful knock-on effect that spreads like freaking wildfire, igniting this flame of hope and positivity and possibility into the hearts of others. We're just individuals seeking self-growth. We're being selfish, and that's okay. We want to be happy. We want to learn to be happy. We want to be our best versions And then we become a collective force for good. So your dedication to yourself for your own improvement, that isn't selfish. It's so selfless because it contributes to a brighter, more harmonious world. So thank you, I guess what I'm trying to say. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. Thank you for your dedication to becoming the best version of yourself. And thank you for being that source of light 
You are like a star. You shine. We're creating something. More hope, more peace in ourselves and others. It starts with the choice, though. It starts with the choice. It starts with the step. It starts with a fail forward. I'm truly honored to walk on this path with you. That wraps up today's episode. So keep spreading love. Keep growing. Keep inspiring. Until next time, my friends. I hope you have a good day and the day you deserve. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.